I'm like in the middle of this because it's one of the most corrupt conferences in modern sports history. And because of them, nobody believed me for a while. And I'm very fortunate that people are, but I don't need anybody to believe me. I'll just report facts and stuff. And that's, that it, it is what it is. It's all good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Aaron Rodgers. I got no problem with him. Uh, I'm hoping, dude, I, I'm cool with Jimmy leaving in two years. Maybe. Aaron whoa, Rodgers. whoa, whoa. That's when we crossed the line. Aaron Rodgers broke Super Bowl. Yo, two teams no, that's how we Two teams versus Yeah, I mean, I didn't. It's like, it's like people say, like the thug life didn't. Uh, I didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose me. For all the haters out there, I got three words for you: kiss my ass. Hey, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Muff Podcast. As always, my name is Boaz, and I'm here with Aaron Lemeter. What's up, guys? You know, nothing much. You know, just being a Jaguars fan since day one. You know, it's a little rough, but you know, I'm hoping the best for my Jags. Tank for the tank for Trevor, right? Yeah, that's where we're going. What's up, fellas? Not much, Lemire. What's up with you? Not much. Not much. All right. Good talk. <laughs> uh, we got a few topics to get into, and we got a big interview. And um, I mean, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into wait. it. Wait, wait, wait. All right, Aaron. What? You can probably cut this out. But whatever team I pick right now is winning the Super Bowl. All right, all right. Wait, close your eyes. You got to look up because it's not biased. All right. And just grab the 49ers one and just, like, pretend you're shuffling your hand in there and just take it out. <laughs> if I get the 49ers one, this is the stage. That's the Denver Broncos. All right, Broncos are – Dude, Drew, Drew Lock. Drew, Drew Lock. <laughs> Maybe Boz is right. Maybe Boz is right. Maybe he is the next Patty Mahomes. Let's start off this episode with a few of our highlights of the week. And you start. All right. Well, my, my first highlight of the week is, you know, my, my, from a team that I, I like to follow because I like a lot of their players, and it's from the Minnesota Vikings, and it's Kirk Cousins uh, getting on Kyle Brandt's podcast and asked about the coronavirus concerns, and he says, if I die, I die. And Hey, if he dies, I mean, he dies. I mean, he's probably not going to die because, you know, he's, a, he's in shape. You know, he's a very, he's a very young athlete. But, I mean, just hearing that quote, just – I'm going to tie this into something else. I just feel like that on the podcast – I don't know if you've said – I've said this on the podcast, but I've totally told you guys. I've said that I don't think the NFL season is going to finish because there's just too many people. But seeing how the NFL is going to possibly allow fans and, like, all that shit, even though it's, like, super unsafe, it's just giving me more confidence that it's going to finish even if shit does get crazy. Like, I feel like if there is a breakout, it's just going to keep going and, like, Goodell's going to try and hush it up. And I just, I just think the football scene is going to finish. And who knows? I mean, there hasn't been that many reported cases. So who knows? You know, maybe they actually get all the way through it. But, you know, I have more confidence. And especially it's from Kirk Cousins is restoring my confidence. Well, I actually, I was going to say the opposite. Kirk isn't really known to be good under pressure. Like, if he can't play Monday Night Football, <laughs> like, what do you think is going to happen when he gets coronavirus? I mean, no, I don't um, want to be so confident. Uh, the context was Kirk said um, he puts on a mask regardless because he wants to yeah, respect I, yeah. other people's opinions and yeah. stuff like that. So he'll put on a mask. We're trying but to make some he headlines here. It, he dies, he dies. We're trying to make some headlines. If he dies, he dies. That's what he said. You know, Kirk Cousins, anti, <laughs> anti-vaxxer, anti-masker. <laughs> <All right. laughs> do you have any other uh, highlights? I do have another highlight of the week, but this is a little cheating because this happened a while ago, but I saw an interesting post about this on, you know, r slash NBA because I have to credit my sources. So you no shout the, out. Wait, 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 no shout outs. What the fuck? Oh fuck! We'll just bleep that out then. All right, bleep that out. Okay. Well, all right. So the Trailblazers starting five from game five 
has something interesting. So let's let's run down the list. So we have Carmelo Anthony. Buzz, do you, do you know his number off the top of your head? Uh, double zero. That is correct. And we have Damian Lillard. What is his number? Uh, just zero, right? Correct. Uh, and Freeney Simmons. <laughs> well, who's also starting and that Freddy game? And Freeney Simmons, uh, one. 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 All right. Gary Trent, who's also starting that game. What's his number? I want to say three. two. It's two. Oh. It's oh, two. So yeah, there we go. Okay, and there then CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Then, then he's three, yeah. So what the Trailblazers have done here, <laughs> what the Trailblazers have done here, they have the lowest total sum of jersey number possible in their starting five. And that is all oh, I want to say. They have That's double cool. zero, zero, one, two, and three. And the only reason I put that on there is because I did not want to talk about the Jazz losing and the A's getting coronavirus <laughs> and their games getting postponed. So that – that is my highlight of the week. So that's just interesting. Probably the most bit. math we've ever talked about here in the podcast. But yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, we got a mathematician right here. Dude, fucking PhD, Dr. Aaron in the house. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you know, Aaron brought up the NBA. You know, I'm, I'm not going to bring up, I don't want to bring up, you know, the Denver Jazz game. You know, that, that, that hurt a little bit. I'll bring up, you know, Lemire, this is going to hurt a little bit for you. I'm going to bring up the Thunder Rockets game. I, um, I'm just going to talk about post game interviews. James Harden, that shit was hilarious, where he just goes up there and he's like, what about your offensive performance? He's like, I just played like shit. Like, there's nothing else to say. I played like shit. And <laughs> he that was, you know, yeah, he's straight up. And then George Hill, I just like the blunt the They were like, so George, why were you not there for the national anthem? And he said, you know, I was, I was taking a shit. So uh, yeah, bluntness, honesty, and uh, post-game interviews. That's, that's uh, my first highlight. And then my second highlight is game sevens. Like uh, the East was so fucking boring. Like, it was like literally almost all, like, all sweeps um, except the Magic and Bucks game. Like, who would have thought of that? You know, like that would have happened. But, like, um, you know, the West has actually been interesting. Apart from the Lakers-Blazers, you know, when I said it, Blazers are going to win, and uh, that didn't happen. But um, apart from that, you know, pretty good game so far, and uh, hopefully that's going to be indicative of what's going to happen later on in the playoffs. Well, right, the Nuggets just got blown out. That's true, yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean that, that's, yeah, kind of fucks up my uh, good games. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, my turn? Really killed the vibe here for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got not one, not two, not three. Just kidding. I have one highlight of the week for this week, but it counts for ten. It's that exciting. Your favorite oh, what podcast. Is it? Drum, roll, drum roll, drum roll, please. Oh. <laughs> Your favorite podcast, <laughs> the Muff Podcast, has officially launched their newest edit. No, I word that badly. We've launched our website. That's we got what our I was website. Say. It's called wait, wait, hold on. You said, you said my- com. Yeah. You said my favorite podcast launched their new website, but I, 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 you know, I'm a big fan of the Pat McAfee show myself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I Aaron, that's that. two. That's two now. That's two shoutouts. We're not doing this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I no. That up. That up we too. want to potentially bring Pat on. Wait, Aaron, are you on the Pat McAfee payroll? Pat McAfee shoutout. Aaron, are you on the Pat McAfee payroll? Yeah. I know. I'm gonna answer that question by saying punters are people too. You can take that as you will. <laughs> He's for the brand. Aaron is for the brand. All right, Alameda, we might have to look into maybe a third co-host. I think Aaron might, might be dropped. <laughs> uh, <fine. laughs> All right, I think, uh, I think Aaron gets Aaron, the please return your company company. taken away. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Aaron, please return the company email. Yeah, I'm sorry. This might be, uh, okay. this be I, the I, last I day. <laughs> All right, you, well, you understand uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Oh, well. shit. Aaron's gone. Well, I mean, that actually is good to segue to what's coming next. <laughs> We've got a big interview with one the only mr suryat please stay tuned check it out me lameter and suryat coming up hey what is up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the mouth podcast as always my name is boaz and with me is lameter today we're joined by a very special guest you probably know him as a you know the number one roaster of the nfl community 
Um, I don't know, man, big, big on TikTok, big on even even bigger on Twitter. And now, I mean, the new Adam Schefter. I mean, who the fuck is Adam Schefter anymore? We got uh, Surya. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for the nice intro. I, uh, I'm glad you <laughs> got you. the money that I paid you for it. So I appreciate that. <laughs> did, um, did I cover yeah. everything? Did yeah, I cover I, everything you do? Yeah, yeah. Everything more. It was everything I could ever wanted more. So thank you for that. The, the Jeff Ross. That's what I was going for. The Jeff Ross of the NFL community. That's it. <laughs> I love it, dude. That sounds good. Yeah, thank you. I'm looking. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one for a bit. I know we've been pushing it back for a little bit, so thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. But let's just jump right into it. Like, let's get into what you've been kind of um, blowing up for in the past couple of weeks. The whole Big Ten thing. You're breaking that. Like, you're you've been cucking Adam Schefter. I mean, that's what like breaking news left and right. Right now, yeah. I mean, I got notifications on on Surya, and I don't even have that on Ian Rappaport or like uh, Adam Schefter. None of that. Like, who cares about that? I mean, how, how did you get into that? Like, I mean, I just want to know what's the story behind you just all of a sudden decided to jump into, I guess, breaking the Big Ten news. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Well, first, it's, it's pretty crazy that people have – because I know people have my notifications on because I'll post something and I'll instantly see, like, likes and retweets and stuff. Right after. So that's just that's just nuts. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't – it's like it's like people say, like, the thug life didn't uh, – I didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose me. No, so the guy came to me with some information. He's like, hey, the Big Ten is going to cancel their season. This is like three weeks ago, a little over three weeks ago. And I was like, I mean, I mean, who's I, – I said, like, who's your source, whatever. And the guy's like, uh, he told me who it was. I was like, oh, okay, I mean, if this is true, like, you know, that, that would be great. So I posted that the Big Ten was getting canceled along with the ACC. ACC ended up not getting canceled because of the fucking shit show that the Big Ten provided. They saw it and were like, nope. So the Big Ten got canceled, and I'm like, wow. I, I was out a few days before this. It wasn't that – I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Nobody really saw it. But I was like, all right, I know I have some information. So guy comes to me again Friday or Saturday. Excuse me, I had a lot of white cloths tonight. And they, uh, he said, yeah, I mean, they're talking about, like, you know, Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan, and Nebraska jumping ship and going to the Big 12 over the ACC – you know, if they don't, then there'll be a season. But if there isn't a season, then they're gone. So I reported all this stuff, and then it ended up leading to the point where the Big Ten was for sure going to come back. I said 100%. I should not have said 100% because she blew um, up. Governor Gresham from Michigan threatened to sue the Big Ten. So that's been kind of a debacle. And then, you know, I, I was praised for a couple of days. Then I was the most hated man on the internet, potentially, at least in the Big Ten area, for about a week. And then it came back. But I did say – I said, even though it doesn't look like it right now, because of legalities, the season is going to play. And I got laughed at for a lot of things. I mean, laughed at by a lot of things. But I think I've been vindicated because of a lot of things that have come out, which has been really cool. And people are not trusting me, so I'm putting on information and people believe it and finally know that I'm not making up a source or anything like that. And I'm not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning how to word things. I'm learning how to break things. I, I have, instead of one source now, I have a guy who now has three different people which is huge so at different professional levels. As fuck. <laughs> right. So that really helps. So it gives me more confidence to report things instead of just one people. Cause obviously, you know, you want to, but people are like, Oh, you like, you don't have blue check mark. You're not a reporter. You're not a journalist. But the thing that I've been harping and sorry, I'm ranting here. The, the, the thing that <laughs> I've been okay. harping is you, you don't need to go to journalism school for four years to get connections in the big 10 world. You don't need to be a reporter for ESPN to know certain information. I mean, there's so many different levels to this because of COVID, because of political economic pressure. 
there's a lot of people that maybe don't want to get word out. They're, they're not saying things. They're getting flack because the people are talking to reporters instead of talking to the players first. I don't know how I'm getting this information and nobody else is. I'm telling you that a lot of people know this information. I, I've even talked to some people on direct messages that have this information but aren't reporting it because either they're told not to or they just don't – they're afraid to. Um, you the balls to do it. This, You're the only one who does the balls have, to do it. <laughs> right. And I don't have any – I mean, there's no – like. Well, I mean, people are to get canceled or whatever. I mean, look, I'm not going to get fired from my job because I, you know, whatever. I'm a digital marketing specialist full-time. I want to make this content stuff full-time. But there's no – I mean, I, I will get flack if it's wrong, but it's not going to be wrong. But I'm not a reporter for ESPN that if this bombshell report and I just like – it was like, oh, fake news, then I would get fired. Like I, So that's kind of my point in that. So it's been it's been nuts. It's been, it's been such an amazing ride. You've had your fair share of haters. You've had for your sure. fair share. They're so toxic. I was like, I was on your tweet the other day and I was, uh, I tweeted out, Hey, where the sir you got haters at now? And, uh, <laughs> someone responded to me and then they went and shat all over my podcast for like telling them. We got Yeah. We, we've got our own personal hater now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I keep telling you, Stan. No, dude, it's, it's, it's publicity and that's what you got to take it as. But you've been, Lemire, you've been standing up for me for a while. So I appreciate that. I've been seeing all your, um, tweets and stuff but yeah it's it's crazy i mean people are still hating now i mean like at this point people know that like my information is credible so all they're saying is like they're like fuck you you suck it's yeah. like stop go back to your stupid unfunny content videos i'm like all right and this one guy i've, I've blocked a few people that have been consistently negative whatever but i don't know it's just it's it's like oh all you're doing is copying pasting from other people i'm like no if you if anything they're because what I, I've talked to a couple journalists in, in the industry and, and there've been reporters and journalists that have been nice to me. Now I'm not going to say all of them are, most of them have been nice. But what one journalist told me was what you're doing is you're giving information for these people to go to their sources. So they don't have to burn them. All they're like, Hey, this guy's coming out with this information. Is it true or is it not true? So I'm giving them a reason to talk to their source instead of burning it. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, and I didn't even think of that perspective to begin with. I thought that was really interesting, but it's, and someone from Barstool sports, like I just said, someone from Barstool kind of came to me and was like, you're kind of changing the game. There are people like you that are changing the game because you don't have to be a journalist. You don't have to be a reporter to have connections with, you know, big time sports things. So I've, I've been very fortunate to have a certain connection that has given me this information that it has stemmed to from one um, athletic director to now three two athletic directors and a coach and potentially more here and there, depending on when people speak or not. So it's been cool. I mean, I think part of what you're saying is right. I think the, the reason why you got like this whole like fan base and everyone's rallying around you. I mean, you had like Pat McAfee talking about you, you had a big cat. You, I mean, you're talking about Barstool and these are big yeah. time guys like on, on social media, just in general, in the sports world. And they're all talking about Surya. And I think the, I mean, part of the reason is like, let's say if Ian Rappaport or someone like that was reporting this, it wouldn't be that crazy. I mean, it would still be crazy because, oh, wow, well, you know, Big Ten football. I mean, but it's like expected. It's like expected. Exactly. It's just like, I mean, they report like eight, like sometimes they report like eight things a day. And it's just like, I mean, if they're ever wrong, which is very rare, but if they're ever wrong, it's like, oh, well, something changed. Like it is. I mean, Jer Ian Rapport reported something the other day about uh, the Cowboys getting Earl Thomas, I think. And I think Jerry Jones is like, this is not true. Uh, Ian Rapport yeah. is wrong. And then Ian's like, okay, I guess it's not true, even though he's lying. But nobody, like, give, gave Ian flack because he's, you know, a stud reporter in the NFL world. But, yeah, um, 
I forgot what I was going to say, so keep talking. <laughs> no, so I, I wanted to actually give you, you ranted in the beginning, but I think we need one more rant from you. I mean, we just want to, we got we to make some headlines here. What do you got to say to all the yeah, haters? Yeah. I, I think um, Barstool, um, you know, Big Cat, I think I have it written down here. He said you're a choose your own adventure source. I, I think that's exactly what he called you on, his, on uh, part of my take. I love that. You gotta, that. All <laughs> right, so first, I remember right. What's crazy is, um, I'll, I'll go to my rant in a sec, but what's crazy is my favorite podcast has always been part of my take. My favorite sports talk show this year has been the Pat McAfee show. And for both of them to talk about me is just like the most surreal and like humbling thing. I think it's just, it's just so cool. I'm just a regular, you know, clown like on the internet and I like to have a lot of fun. And for this all to happen, I never would imagine in a million years that this stuff would happen. So I'm very blessed. But for all the haters out there, I got three words for you. Kiss my ass. Hey, wow. let's go, let's go. Oh, shit. Uh, Dude. I deserve a lot of hate. I deserve a lot of hate. When someone tells you the Big Ten's 100% coming back and it's not, and then it doesn't come back, then it's like, I mean, I deserve it. I don't deserve, you don't, I don't deserve death threats. I don't deserve any of the other shit that came, but it, it is what it is. You know, I, I dealt with it and it's fine. You know, but I believed that it was happening because I was told legalities were going to have the season. Become, it was just going to play regardless because of legalities. It has to play. I believe when it was 0%. And honestly, I think me and my source were the only people that believed. Not even people in the Big Ten believed. Not even my own family, friends. I mean, girlfriend, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they all thought I was probably crazy. Certainly so. But I, I believe from the entire beginning. And all the information I've been getting has been incredible. And I've just been reporting what I've been hearing. And I've, I've put too much in, in this. I'm invested. I'm not trolling. I'm not lying. It's, it's, the, it's the damn truth. So kiss my ass, haters. It feels good right now because all these other people are saying this right now. It's not just me. And it's weird. It, I, I think it is really weird that Sports Center, you know, like all these big, like, journalism stations, you know, aren't – I mean, there's, like, newspapers, local newspapers, like maybe Milwaukee or other places that are reporting this. But not a lot of people are reporting it. And it's, it's confusing. Um, but it's going to come out. It's going to come out by, you know, I mean, they're voting on it tomorrow or Friday. And I would imagine an announcement comes out after that. I mean, they can't do it. I mean, it's, it'd be so hard for them to have an announcement next week. They got to give coaches and athletic directors and players enough time to prepare to have a season. I mean, people are practicing right now, but you still got to prepare like schedule wise and things like that. So, it, but it helps that the government and, and, and you know, the and, and medical people are being super proactive with this and giving, you know, these new COVID testing and, the government's going to fund it. I mean, that really changed the game for a lot of things. And there's political and economic pressure for everybody involved. And it, it is it is quite terrifying. But I, I think that's why a lot of people are, are changing their heart. Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, has been, you know, a huge leader in this today and maybe in the past 24, 40 hours, which is which is nuts. Because he was the person that was, like, ruining it and sabotaging the Everyone shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's it, guys, it's nuts. I I keep saying that to end every sentence I say or every rant I say, but it's I don't I don't know how else to describe it. It's it's unprecedented and it's so crazy that you know I'm I'm having I'm like in the middle of this because it's one of the most corrupt conferences in modern sports history, and, and because of them, nobody believed me for a while. And I'm very fortunate that people are. But I don't need anybody to believe me. I'll just report facts and stuff, and that's that. It, it is what it is. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, you're right. This is the only way you can describe this is a while, right? I mean, you're going from one one week you're proclaiming, you know, Big Ten is back. Then it's oh no, it's not. That's not happening. Sir, you're us an idiot. How 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 dare you say this shit? Why is he getting our hopes up? 
then it's back now again. Like as of right now, I mean, I think everyone's thinking it's back. I saw this one tweet, and you know, I'm not gonna pretend like this is my joke, but it was um, Sir Yod's bringing Big Ten back more than North Korean news is bringing back Kim Jong. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, I need to see that. That's so funny. It's. I'm not gonna pretend oh, like I made so that mean. shit up, but that was hilarious. I wish that's so. I wish I did. That's hilarious. So there's all. There's this huge, really popular one that's going around that says, uh, "Babe, wake up!" New Surya tweet, which everybody's tweeting on it, which is really funny. There was one, and it was like LeBron dunking on like somebody when he was in Miami, and it says Surya, and then it says uh, the national media, like that the person that's getting dunked on. So it's just like, dude. I mean, like, if you if you type S-I into, like, Twitter, like, Surya, I mean, sometimes if you type S, Surya comes up, but so, if you type S-I, like, I'll be up. Like, it's just, it's, I don't mean to, like, you know, I, I, I don't want to come off sounding arrogant or anything like that, but it's just so cool to, like, soak in, like, and, and just see that, you know, people are talking about me. They're not even mentioning me. Like, usually it's, like, for people to talk with me, I have to, like, see it or get mentioned. Like, it's, it's. I, I still can't. I mean, it's so hard to take all this stuff in because it's just the notifications are crazy. Every it's just it, podcasts all the time. You know, it's it, it's yeah, really I cool. So I, I cannot wait. It's like I said, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. I cannot wait for it to the official announcement to come out, and then it's like this weight off the shoulders, and I can just kind of sit, back, kick my legs back, and relax. <laughs> Well, I don't know no. if it's a really weight off your shoulder because, I mean, that's going to be done. And then it's, people are going to be expecting, what's the next Sir Yacht? What are you going to break next? Hey, dude, he's making headlines not only in the Big Ten, but the other day, the Tony Jefferson tweet. That's Shout true. out to Tony Jefferson, though. Tony Jefferson yeah. looks like, sounds like a cool guy, but that, there was something there for a second. He killed me, dude. It's so funny. Yeah. I, well, my, pur- my purpose with all these, uh, these, these uh, roasts I do on uh, football players for, the, for them to see them and then come back. And a couple – people have but they have been like real like reserved tony jefferson went at me called me like crimson chin said my jersey sucks <laughs> and i probably suck all this other stuff and i was just like yeah no he won yeah i was really good i just got back he was cool after that and then a day later when a lot of the stuff became credible and things like that um last week he was like damn sir yacht really is the goat though like he seems like a really cool dude like for sure he's he's but he he came at me and i loved it people are like dude are you okay i'm like are you kidding me i love that stuff it's so funny so yeah i think if if they could keep it lighthearted, that's cool because like that's what i that's what i enjoy about twitter like lighthearted fights with like other people but like then all of a sudden they escalate and then go start going first that's when it's like dude that's not that's not what it's about right if you only talk about me, that's one thing. But if you talk about, like, my, you know, someone in my family or girlfriend or, you know, like, shit like that, like, per- when it, like you said, when it gets real personal and you bring other people into it, that's where it's kind of like, okay, that's where I, it, you probably shouldn't do that. And self-aware, I've probably done that a couple of times. <laughs> and I've been, I have, I don't like, I probably shouldn't do that. But, again, I'm, for the most part, satirical when it comes to my content, which is why – when I first started saying these things, nobody believed me. I didn't help myself because I'm such a clown <laughs> on the internet. So it's hard for people to discern my content from reporting because, like, I'm two different people wearing two different hats. So that's been kind of uh, tough, but I think people understand that. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be, like, a reporter from now on that has, like, that isn't just, like, well, no, no offense to Woj, but he just doesn't really show any emotion. He's just, like, sorry, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I want to 
Oh, like Mike Garofalo for NFL Network is like he has a lot of personality. Even Rappaport at times, yeah, you know, has some personality. Schefter's starting to dive into that a little bit, but I, I wanted to do that stuff. So it'll be cool, like, because you know, once this story like is official and everything, I feel like it'll give me credibility and people will believe me here on. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll you know report on things later in the future, and you know that'll just that'll just give me a little more credibility as everything goes and everything is, is out and, and, and confirmed. So it's just unfortunate. This is like the first story that I'm breaking. It's just like a, a giant, giant story that I'm just have was caught in for some reason. So it's, uh, again, I'm going to say it. It's nuts. I'm sorry. It's just how I, and every, and every man, that's how you know it's over when I say it's nuts. Yeah. It's cut. It's a we should end the podcast, the interview today and just be like, I think we nuts. got to it. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I got one last thing about the Big Ten thing. I got to ask you about, do you know Chugs, the other uh, Twitter account? It's, between, it's kind of between, you and Chugs have kind of become like Woj and Shams where it's like, who's going to report it first? And it's become like this kind of weird, yeah, I don't know if it's really a rivalry between you guys, but it's uh, it's kind of become like that. <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, he hasn't really reported a whole lot of stuff. I mean, he reported pretty much everything I did. And, I, and no offense to him, he's he seems like a nice guy. I just feel like he potentially is a person that had a leak and reported it was correct. And then now it's trying to be this insider. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I hope, I mean, it'd be cool if he had all this information and stuff because he reported something that was correct. Um, but a lot of stuff, potentially speculation or stuff after other people, including myself, have said things. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't want to talk down on the guy because um, I've had interactions with him on messages and he seems like a nice guy. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if there's really a rivalry anymore. Let's just, oh. I'm not trying to downplay him or anything. I just don't think there's a, a competition right now. But I don't know. I mean, I think we were, yeah, we were going to get into some quarterback rankings. But I mean, you know, we told you we we're going to speed this up a little bit. We'll get this, you know, in your time frame. I think one thing I was going to say is that I think I first heard of you because um, the whole Jimmy G versus Baker Mayfield rant that you did a few uh, a few months back. <laughs> And as you know, the whole 49ers community was like, what the fuck is this guy saying? This guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Let's so I got to ask you, we were, so we were going to go like look at the AFC North. We we're going to look at the NFC North as well. But let's just look at the AFC North. Lemire and I had a big debate. Big Ben or, Bake, or Baker Mayfield? Who do you, uh, you know, are you, gonna, are you at this point where you're going to say, I know you're a Browns fan, but are you going to say Baker's better than Big Ben just because of the injury or, you know, Kevin Stefanski? I don't know. You know, obviously the accolades point towards Ben Roethlisberger. I think it's very... I think it's, he's very, like, shaky um, when it comes to, you know, the injury he had last season. He's getting older. He, I mean, he looks like he's in great shape right now. He doesn't jerk I mean, off anymore. A lot of things, his diet, you know, he seems like he's, he's in some of the best shape of his life, even better in his earlier years. And I realize the accolades point towards him. I think the injury really scares me. I'm not as a Browns fan. That's, you know. But as <laughs> if I was a Steelers fan, I'd be, I'd be concerned. So, right now, I'm going to say yes. And I know that, you know, Baker has to prove himself. It's a prove-it year. He has a coach that understands what football is. Unfortunately, Freddie Kitch is a nice guy, but so is my mailman. Doesn't mean he should be should be that coach. So, and I mean, he's best in play action. Kevin Stefanski is very good in play action. Baker Mayfield statistically is very good, is the best in play action. Um, I mean, all the talent in the world on offense. Defense is thin because of injuries, uh, but still has a really good defensive front. But, I mean, if they're their their plan is probably to do a bunch of short plays, like um, and and rely on the run, kind of similar to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I mean, if you're in the off and the offense is on the field consistently, you know, you, you don't really need to play defense if the offense is on the field the whole time. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess to make a long answer longer, 
I would have to say Baker Mayfield is better than Ben right now. Um, and I mean, I, he just has to prove it this season. But I'm just I'm just weary about Ben's injury status, his his longevity. I don't know. I, he might regress a lot this year. I'm not quite sure. They got some talent over there. There's no doubt. But I don't know. That's a hundred percent certified take right there. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Lemeter was going with the he was going with the Baker Mayfield. He was saying he's much better. I was like, you know what? You know, you can't disrespect Ben like that. I think I'll put Big Ben for now. But I, I see what you're coming with, and I think also a big thing is um Stefanski is all about play action passes, and that's been kind of Baker Mayfield. Like I think uh, last year his quarterback rating wasn't so good, but if you just look at only play action passes, like I think it was like up there, and like in the league among quarterbacks. So I mean, I, I think and the you're problem right. the problem with all this, as somebody who's watched all the games, has watched a lot of people break down tape on the Browns. Is well, first off, Freddie Kitchens had a different game plan Sunday than he had than they had planned Wednesday through Saturday. So that's what's like <laughs> completely mind boggling. But second, what it was like a bunch of things that happened. I mean, Baker definitely regressed last year, but it was because the offensive line wasn't blocking because they weren't having these one to two second passes when Baker normally gets the stuff out. I mean, he for sure gets it out before three seconds, you know, his rookie year. But last year, not really because Freddie Kitchens has had all these plays of them running. It's basically like a Hail Mary play on Madden or like an NFL blitz or something like that. You just like have everybody go do a bomb route. And it takes, you know, five, six seconds for these plays to develop. Baker has to – I mean, the pocket collapses and he has to go outside of the pocket. And now he's lost his confidence, so he just evades the pocket going right the entire time, leading to natural tendencies. And, you know, that, that leads to shaky confidence, which leads to ever. So, I mean, for them to go 6-10 and 10 last year is miraculous. I mean, it's absolutely miraculous. Um, but it led to a lot of things. But I feel like the coaching is very comfortable with him. They're developing an offense that caters to them and not have the players cater to the offense, which I think is always good. Um, so, I, I think they're going to be a lot better this year. And that's the only, I mean, I know it's like the hopeful optimist, the hopeful blind optimist every year for the Browns. But I'm telling you, this year is different. I mean, it, maybe they're not going to go eleven and five like I'm thinking, but they're not. <laughs> right, give us a prediction. You, you've five. given us a lot of hot takes. Let's let's see. Let's hear the prediction. What, yeah, what are you saying? Five, eleven and five. I think Baltimore potentially will still win the division. Um, I think they'll be like thirteen and three or something like. That. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, they'll they'll be a good team. They'll they'll be a good team for sure. Um, but the Browns will definitely. I think they'll have a wild card spot. There's seven teams in each conference that are able to go, which which you know, get, I mean, it, mm-hmm. which is cool because up to four teams in a conference could go if they all, you know, are the, are the, you know, you have three wild cards mm-hmm. that could play division, which is crazy. But I, I, bring it, I think it gives the Browns a good chance. I mean, even like a nine and seven uh, season will get you in the postseason. I mean, 10 and six for sure. But I think they go, I mean, I think the ceiling is at 11 and five, 12 and four. I mean, I, realistically probably 11 and five, but I wouldn't be surprised 10 and six as well. But I, I'm going to say 11 and five. I think 11 and five is, is the move and, you know, I mean, that defense is thin, but that offense is, is top tier right now, which is nuts for me to say. It is nuts. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Wait, what, wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny if the Browns go 10-6 and six and still don't make the playoffs? That would be the most yeah. Browns thing out there. Didn't that happen like 2007, 2007 or something? Yes. <laughs> they went 10-6, and six and the, they needed the Colts to beat the Titans. And, of course, Peyton Manning did not play. So the Titans won and made the playoffs, and the Browns did not. Yeah. That's 10 and 6 gets you a wild card. <laughs> so for seven teams to be in 10 and 6, well, it'll, it's automatic for you again. I thought the last couple of years being a Niners fan has been bad, but you know, we, we've had, you know, 2013, 2012, those are good years, and then now we're back kind of. 
I can't imagine being a Browns fan. I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's so many rants about – because I have a lot of uh, friends in the Niners community that I've developed just because of my rants. like making It's like, how are you guys sad? Just go look at the fucking Golden Gate Bridge. You yeah, yeah, Just go look at your mountain. Like, you guys are all good out there. No, but, I mean, what, what does suck, though, is – I mean, it, yes, it is hard for, like, a team that goes, like, 3-13 and 13 or whatever. I mean, Browns have done worse than that. But what's even – what's very gut-wrenching is a team that you've been invested in all year that you think is going to go to the Super Bowl, and they have the lead, and then they lose. And – or they've had – they've been to AFC championships, and they lose. Or they go to the Super Bowl in 20 – you know, 13 or whatever, and they lose. And that's that's tough because you're so close, and you're right there to win the Super Bowl, and you don't. So that – I mean – it is it is challenging and it is tough. You gotta throw some salt in the wound there. Why, why you gotta do that to us, guys? If we went one thirty-one in two seasons. Now, granted, the one season we went one and fifteen. The Indians blew a three-one lead in the World Series, so that sucked. But they went to the World Series. But then the Cavs overcame a three-one lead, so that was yeah, pretty Warriors cool. So that was, fan, I know, but yeah. <laughs> well, you guys got three titles, so whatever. that's true. I'm not, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that but, um, that's true. But, yeah, it's uh, – it's, God, bringing the Browns fan is crazy. I mean, okay, so we went on 16, and then we uh, – whatever, like a few games in the season, that's when Terod Taylor got injured, and I was at that first home game when they were playing the Jets, and they came back from 14-0 to win. That – it felt like um, – when the Cavs won. I'm not kidding. It felt like the same atmosphere. You <laughs> couldn't walk anywhere. The streets were flooded from First Energy Stadium all the way to go to the bars. It was a half-hour Uber wait to go from the stadium to um, half a mile over, and it was like 50 bucks. It was a half-hour wait, and then it would have taken 30 more minutes minimum to get over to those bars. So I just, like, ran. I ran to – I was so happy, like – and drunk that i ran to the bars to have a good time and then went to work the next day i mean it's it's and it was that was a regular season game so you can imagine you know playoff game home playoff game super bowl i mean it's it's this town's burning if they win a super bowl unfortunately i'm not going to be there to do it but i'm not going to be there to stop it either i think so no, I mean, I see those, uh, the video of the dude who got uh, – the cops called him because Odell got traded to the Browns. Like, I, I see that. I'm like, I feel a little bit good. You know, the Browns fans, uh, <laughs> finally something's going good for them. And then uh, all that hype last year, fucking it didn't work. Crazy <laughs> that, that um, you know, we're interested like, to be like a Super Bowl contender and things like that. And, and then for, to go 6-10, and 10, it's like, what like what happened? That's such a blur. But um, in terms of the 49ers, though, you know, obviously <laughs> – um, you know, I mean, it's technically last year was Garoppolo's first season starting because yeah. he got here the year before and then he made appearances on the Patriots and things like that. But for what he did last year, I mean, he game managed a lot of it. I mean, he was a formidable running core, great defense, good wire. I mean, he's a good team around him. But he's not a bad – I mean, for his first year, he did pretty good. I I would say he did pretty good. He missed some key throws in the Super Bowl late that would have won things. But, I mean, you're going to make true. mistakes your first Super Bowl. But, I, I mean, I mean, God, there's no reason why they couldn't go back this year. I think they're still there, the best team not. in the NFC. My man, I'm dropping facts the best right here. All facts. All <laughs> facts. Yes. They're better. I mean, you can have, like, the Bucks and the Saints, you know, potentially make it, the Seahawks. But, I mean, they're still I, – I still think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. 
Thank you. You started mentioning the Seahawks and you got a little derailed there, but yeah, yeah. Niners, <laughs> I, I like where you ended. You finished, you finished good. Seahawks seventh, seventh spot for the wild card. Maybe, yeah. maybe a fringe play. Fringe. They make it and they lose to the Niners. I'm cool with that. It makes perfect sense. That, that's that. Yeah, yeah, that works with me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, blowout <laughs> loss to the 49ers. Yeah. That, that would make my day. That, that, that would make my day. I, um, I get a forum every week or so from the um, it's called the Golden Gate Browns Backers Club. So it's like all the Browns fans moved out to the Bay Area, or it's Bay Area Browns Backers. So Browns Backers mm-hmm. is like the yeah, yeah group of fans because everybody was away from Cleveland. Um, but <laughs> they uh, so they have Bay, Bay Area Browns Backers, and I get that forum like once a week, and I talk to the president all the time. He's a nice guy. So yeah, I'll have to make it out to a game sometime. Obviously, last year I'm very glad I didn't go out. My one friend did, and that was a fucking blowout. That was not. I was watching that. It was just Monday Night Football too. Like right from the get go, just you knew it was gonna be an ass kick, and I'm like, fuck. So, but eventually yeah. I'll get out there. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think we covered everything we wanted to talk about. Um, thank you so much for coming on. And um, yeah, if you haven't checked him out, we'll make sure to put you know his Twitter. We'll put his TikTok. Everything in the description. I don't know what the fuck you're doing if you haven't seen Sir Yacht yet. You probably have. Probably. Most likely. <laughs> Actually, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's very humbling. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me on. Um, whenever you need a guest again, please let me know. I, sure. I had a lot of fun on it. I, again, so sorry for rescheduling it like 80,000 times. About it. It's not yeah, good. It's not Stay out. Dude, stay safe. The hot takes made up for it. The hot takes made up for everything. The hot <laughs> take, yeah. And the Seahawks suck. They're losers. All right, let's finish up the podcast. We didn't get a chance to get into this with Sir Yacht, but uh, kind of our plan is every week we're just going to be going down, you know, uh, we did already the West. We did AFC, NFC West. This we're going to do the North, AFC and NFC North. You know, shout out Sir Yacht with the Cleveland Browns. We're going to do our top eight quarterbacks with the, a combination of AFC and NFC North. You know, Lemeter, you started off last time. So um, Aaron's going to start off this time. Aaron. Oh, <laughs> all right. You know, Honestly, so it's hard gonna, for me to let me, make... let me actually explain this. Sorry, uh, before uh, sorry for cutting you off. Oh, yeah. We're gonna go eight, That's six, okay. seven, then five and four, and then we'll just go three and two and then one just to build up the suspense. Okay, sorry, cool. go ahead. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you know, in my honest opinion, it's very hard for me to do this list because you know, not Jaguars related in any way, and that's the only football I watch. So uh, yeah, me too. Right, anyway, number eight. At number eight. I have Joe Burrow, and the only reason I have him at number eight Whoa. is because he hasn't played a single down in the NFL yet, and, you know, he's got to prove himself first. I said That's I have him reason. low, but I don't have him that low. <laughs> uh, at number seven, I have a BDN, Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles, because I think he's – Wait, 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 that doesn't, wait and that doesn't even work. Like, say that out, like, Big Dick Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles. Uh, uh, actually, it, yeah, really it works work. for – like, yeah, it works for you. Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins. Or you, yeah, yeah, that's that's you, yeah, Ulysses covered the thing. <laughs> that's a good I, one. Oh, uh, I mean, I just want to say, you know, the Eagles will not have won the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz as starting quarterback because you know I am a Carson Wentz hater. I'm just embracing Ooh, it. Two now. hot takes, damn. Two hot takes back to back. I mean, I don't know if the Joe Burrow one's a hot take. He literally hasn't played yet, so I mean, I, I but that, that's, that's just me. And then at number six, I have Baker cooking in the kitchen, Mayfield, huh. and the reason I have him here. At number six, I think he's due for a bounce back year. His uh, 
his last season was not good. That touchdown interception ratio was disgusting, but he has a lot of talent. He just needs to get back from the sophomore slump. So those are my eight, seven, six. I guess you guys. Can you think the, Aaron? Do you think the problem is the mustache? Them. Maybe the mustache was the problem. One hundred percent. He's got the full beard back, so I think maybe he, you know, he's regained his uh, confidence and his ability. He's gonna hey, be the if he plays like his, if he plays like his, if he plays like his rookie season. He's, I mean, the thing is, like, even if he does play like that, I mean, the only person I can really see him bumping over is my number five spot. But we'll get into that when it's time. But All right. I mean, yeah, you don't want you don't spoil that just yet. You know, we're we're all waiting for Aaron's number five spot. All right, let me I mean, eight, let seven, gas for you. Audibly. <laughs> <laughs> I did inside. I was on the inside. Like I was Lamito. Like, <gasps> but I was gonna say something right now, but then I just forgot. So right, where were we? Uh you're going you're, it's your eight, seven, and six. Eight, seven, and six. All right, number eight. Let's start it off. We got Mar-Jackson. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, Absolute G of a player. I he's actually not bad. I think he get he get Better than Nick Foles. He's actually not bad. (laughs) He's not better than Nick Foles, though. Yeah, no, in the regular season, Mitch Trubisky plays better than Nick Foles. That's Mitch Trubisky's autobiography. He's going to be titled Mitch Trubisky. He's actually not that bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you make that, let's be real here, guys. Like, if you make the NFL, you're not bad at football. It's just compared to everyone else. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you could say that about Mitch Trubisky for too much more longer that he made, he's in the NFL. You. No, Tampa Bay Bucket, dude, yeah. Mitch Tampa will Bay be in the Vipers. league for 10 more years. Oh, I thought you were going to segue to a Tampa Bay Vipers number one overall pick. All right, that's fine. All right, let me do number seven. Yeah, all right. Number seven, I got my friend Joe Burrow. I wanted to have him so much higher, but, you know, he hasn't played a single down yet. So, Joseph. Uh, then number six, we got Big Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he's, I, I don't trust him after the injury. Uh, new blog post coming on the – Ooh. podcast and we are going to be oh, talking wow. about Ben Roethlisberger and Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow and this is a Big Ben is this a Big Ben out. hate piece Big Ben hate piece coming out <laughs> damn all um, right it'll, it'll be minor hate okay and we kind of fuck, I mean we could have had a Kyler Murray thing like we had um when we did our top 15 quarterbacks where we all could have put Joe Burrow at seven eight I have Nick Wait, Foles. On, I'm, I'm, uh, go ahead I'll, I'll get I'll get to start sorry. no 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 yeah list. oh I'll, I'll chime thank in. you I'll chime I mean later. thank you Nick Foles, I mean, I mean, you know, Big Dick Nick doesn't doesn't really work for him that much, but you know, Nick <laughs> Foles, I, I, you bring up a lot of good points. Um, yeah, I mean, Super Bowl MVP, he caught a t- caught a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, yeah, I'm putting him over Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he's he's not that bad, but I uh, I would say Nick Foles is better. Seven, I got Joe Burrow, and then six, I have to I hate to agree with Lemeter. I have Big Ben, Thick Ben. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's contradicting he's the QB list. I, oh, yeah. that's what it was. That's where it was. you know he 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 stopped jerking off. You know he he gained a few pounds. He's got the beard is a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Sir Yacht convinced him last night. I talked to Sir Yacht really? a little bit. Yeah, we talked about that, and I thought about you know I'll get into it when we talk about my number five, number four pick. But uh, yeah, Sir Yacht convinced me a little bit in uh, Big Ben, number six. Yeah, and what I was gonna say, you're doing the same shit that you did to me with Lamar Jackson. You're just like, man, I had him low, but not that low, and then it's just <laughs> one spot above where I put him. I was so, gonna say, dude, I mean, Aaron, Aaron, known Jimmy G hater, a known Carson Wentz <laughs> hater, and now known Joe I'm not, I'm not, I'm, And he ranked I'm, Lamar Jackson the lowest. That oh, what? that's true. I think he oh, did. I, I did. He did. I did. I had him at six. So I had to be honest, Lamita's been always. I feel. I feel like we've always. I mean, Lamita's been falsely accused of being a Lamar hater. When if we're really, you know, looking in the context of the podcast. And I mean, there's one spot behind you guys. It's, not, it's like it's pretty close. No, that's the joke. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> 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 all 
<laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, who's your number five and uh, number four guy? All right, are we going to see a Lamar what? entry right here? Yeah, on, guys, 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 guys. Guys, number five, I have Lamar Jackson. That's right. That, no, I'm kidding. Okay, number, number, five, Trace McSwir- number five, Trace McSwirly. I'm actually a big Trace McSwirly guy. <laughs> All right, guys. My actual number five pick is Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben. You know, I mean, he's aging. You know, his elbow, maybe it's not going to hold up that well. But when he was healthy, he had 5,000 passing yards. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, once again, I did say on the podcast the other day, the top five quarterbacks with the passing yards that did not make the playoffs. And it's an overrated stat when it comes to team success. But if we're taking a look at quarterback success, I mean, that's what this list is about. So I, I, that's why I have Big Ben at five. Like, Big, Big Ben and Baker could flop back and forth depending on how their seasons go. That's, that's the thing I can see. That's what I was talking about earlier. Because to me, they're kind of at the same spot right now because Baker needs to prove himself and Big Ben needs to prove himself. But Big Ben's at the end of his career. Baker's at the beginning of his career. Baker's a higher ceiling at this point than Ben does. But as of right now, I still take Ben over him. And then at number four, I have Matthew Stafford. You know, I mean, he's super underappreciated because he's on the Lions and they haven't had that much success. But, you know, he's a fantastic quarterback. And I don't know what (laughs) else to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) The leader might have to gasp at every single round. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your number five and number four guy? All right, number five, I got Baker, the shaker, the cooker, the – I don't even know. The wanky. Sorry, I'm just giving out rhymes. That's – that's Ben. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't do it. Ben doesn't do that anymore. It's not Ben anymore. Oh, shit. Oh. He doesn't do that anymore. Please. Mayfield. That's true. There we go. We got Mayfield in there. Uh, yeah, solid quarterback again. He needs to rediscover that confidence, as my friend Suryat said. So, yeah, there we go. And then number four, uh, talk about Kirk Cousins. If he dies, he dies, you know. And uh, Aaron, you said Matt Stafford is underappreciated. You, sir, are an example of that. Oh. Oh, he flipped it around on me. Okay. Okay. I'm actually, to be, to be honest right now, I'm a little bit, like, grossed out because, I mean, aside from Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, Lemire and I have had the same exact list. I have, yeah. I have Baker number five. I flipped him. I had him at uh, number six. Flipped him with Big Ben after talking with Suryat a little bit. You know, Kevin Stefanski's there. I'm actually a big believer that Baker Mayfield with the right system could be good. I think I'm just going to blame it. I'm going to blame last year, him sophomore slump on Freddie Kitchens. Kevin Stefanski's going to, you know, we're going to wash away that, forget about that completely. And the Browns are going to be good. Hey, just so only, side you know. note, side note. Last year at training camp, Boaz and I were walking back from the 49ers practice, and this was the exact things he said to me. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good player, but he's not He's not like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield well, really or, carries that Cleveland franchise. He really embodies them. He he's going to be the best quarterback. He's going to be a top 10 quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, I don't remember the last Baker part. Mayfield. That's I don't exactly know the last part. Boaz. I, 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 I said that Baker Mayfield <laughs> is not Jimmy Garoppolo because there's two things. I mean, he is. I mean, if you're looking at the, like, the 49ers, like the biggest personality, the, the leader of the team, it's not Jimmy. It's George Kittle. You could honestly maybe sure. even say it's like Sherman, exactly. Yeah, Nick Bosom, I'd be assuming nah, on the defense. it's probably Kittle, Jimmy, or Sherman. Mine. Fred Warner as well could be someone on the defense who could be potentially. But I just feel like, you know, Baker Mayfield embodies the Cleveland Browns. Like, he – like, that franchise loves him. Like, I feel like if, like, Baker – like, let's say Baker, like, turns to shit. Like, let's say Baker's no good in, like, what Aaron's saying. Or, I mean, Aaron's not really hating him. But let's say, like, Baker's just no good. And like, I was exactly trying to make you seem like I'm hating on everyone, man. What's up with that? I took, I took it back. <laughs> let's, let's say what happens with Baker Mayfield. You know, he's going to be no good. Is it, like, it doesn't change. Kevin Stefanski, uh, Freddie Kitchens, doesn't matter. He's still bad. Cleveland fans will still be like, you know, Baker Mayfield's our guy. We're going to stand by Baker Mayfield. Niners fans, if Jimmy G's, you know, is going to start playing bad. I mean, I don't think that like, Niners fans are like do, like, do I care? Like, let's say if Jimmy G gets traded like next year or he leaves in free agency in two years, like 
am I going to be really that upset that Jimmy G like leaves? I don't think I'm going to be that upset. But like Baker Mayfield, like he's just, you know, he's a fan favorite. That's what I was saying. And um, yeah, Jimmy's I want to believe him. For some fans. For some fans. Hey, Jimmy is a, he's loved by our, our, our fans. I think Kittle's, I feel like Kittle's number one fan, uh, number one player, you know, loved by fans, like universally loved. I don't think there's a 49ers fan who says, I don't like George Kittle. You know, he needs to be a little more quiet. I don't like his personality or something. Like, like nobody says it about uh, George Kittle. I could see, you know, people having some, you know, things to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. Bill is referring to himself right now, you know. Well, you know, there's more people, there's a lot of haters on, on Twitter like me. You know, Dante Pettis, uh, Dante you're, Pettis. You're one of the United. bigger ones on there. Thank you. Yes, I am. All right, number four, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, uh, you know, I already talked about the primetime games. Not really good in that. You know, he proved me wrong in that uh, New Orleans Saints game. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt the Sultan. But, um, yeah, just in general, I mean. Sorry, right, go Niners. Exactly. <laughs> went really well to eliminate that New Orleans Saints team. You know, just for, for, for the third time, for the oh, third yeah. time in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and they just couldn't get out of the, round, the wild card round that too, ooh, right? Ooh. So much, yeah, so much potential and just couldn't get out of the wild card <laughs> Unfortunate. Speak about. All right, man. That, yeah, that's all I gotta say. In these QB you know, lists, in these QB lists, I get bullied, but you know that's okay because it's usually the leaders, the target. But you know, <laughs> gotta flip it up. Yeah. Uh, because this is number four. Not you know. Enough said. Aaron, who's your third guy? Well, my third guy is you. Vike that. You Vike that. If I die, I die. Let's go Vikings, baby. Kirk Cousins and you Vike. That's. I think that's the first time I've heard that. I don't think I've heard that before. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Kirk Cousins. That's creative. I like Kirk that. Cousins. He's like Matt Ryan. He's, he's a high, yeah, yeah. I was actually going to say that. He's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, Matt Ryan's tight, all right? Matt Ryan's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always – that's so funny. That's always said about him. Anyways, I mean, people just – like like our, our business teacher, in the, or I don't know if you had him for law or business, one of the two. You know, like he let he, they like to shit on him. Shout just for like See, no that, that's a shout out. That's a, that's an allowed shout out. Shout out, Mr. E. Okay, Mr. E. Mr. E. You know, he likes to shit on Kirk Cousins a lot, even though he's a very solid quarterback. You know, he's just like you know, I was, it surprised me. This is off topic, but it surprised me. Buzz like hates on Jimmy like all the time that he had him in his top fifteen, and then I ended up having Jimmy the lowest. So I mean, I don't even know what to believe anymore. But <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, people hate on quarterbacks that are considered game managers, but like Kirk Cousins is going to get the Vikings to the playoffs, and every year that it, like as with the especially with the roster that they have right now. Kirk Cousins is a guy that's going to, like, get you wins if you put him on your team. And that's the thing. For me, you don't have to have flashy numbers to be, like, like to be a good quarterback in my mind. It's like if you put a guy in the system and they're able to, like, turn the system around and, like, win games, that's all you really need to do, in my opinion. So that's – I got Kirk at three. Yeah. All right, hey, You know, two things. Two things here. Uh, freezing cold takes where you at. Aaron said Kirk's going to get the Vikings to the playoffs every year, and he actually missed the playoffs one year with the Vikings. So freezing cold oh, takes I mean, right there. I mean, I mean <laughs> in the future, I'm, Aaron, I'm Aaron meant in the future tense, like, you know, he's going to be taking the uh, playoffs. All right. That's what he meant. I, I, got, I got you. I got you. <laughs> second thing, Amen. Second thing <laughs> when, you know, Aaron said you like that, but, you know, Kirk Cousins is known for his catchphrase. You like that, you know. And he said it multiple times, but the most hype might have been last year's playoffs after the Saints win, after they they uh, beat the Saints in the playoffs. You know, he just he just went there. He just went. Wait, wait, wait. which team like, did they wait? Which team did they beat again? I forgot oh which God. team. I forgot. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. You know, and Kyle Rudolph with a great catch to win it all. You know, you just gotta say Ooh. that. So yeah, the pass interference, but but that's all I'm saying. I mean, I can't, yeah, George, yeah, George, yeah, George, George Kittle shouldn't have pushed. Yeah, didn't count. Yeah. Anyways, you know, he just goes to this team and he goes, 
I got three words for you. You like that, dude? That was so hype. Uh, that that's when I started. Yeah, I got smacked by the fucking 49ers in the next round, so it didn't matter anyway. That's true. So yeah, I know that what came what about the original? You like that? What about the the, the Washington? Sorry, um, the nah, Washington that, R word. The Washington that, R word. Uh, that, you like that? Uh, that wasn't as hype as you know the. That one like, hits hard. Come on, that one hits hard. Well, no, Aaron. Actually, I'm not familiar. What logo is that? I believe that's yeah. That's no longer in the NFL. I'm not sure what, uh, I don't know. what that is. I've been completely brainwashed of it. <laughs> I'm only anyway, familiar with the Washington football team. Sorry, let me go ahead. My number three is not Kirk Cousins, actually Matt Stafford. Very underrated quarterback. He's a great player. Big I arm, agree. Wins. <laughs> been on a bad team forever, but amazing player. Dude, Lemeter, yeah, Lemeter and I are still consistent. Number three, Matt Stafford. I like how we, we hated on Aaron for bringing him at four, and then we put him at three. <laughs> it's the same thing again. That, that's just what happens every time. <laughs> but I'm going to defend the Detroit Lions. I think we had an argument one time where I was talking about Matt Patricia. I don't think he's that bad of a coach. I think this year could actually prove, like, this year will be a make or break a year for me for the Detroit Lions if I'm going to be still a Matt Patricia guy or not. You know, I like his ATV riding around. I like his, you know, posture no. type of stuff. Uh, Matt, sorry, talking a little too much about Matt Patricia. Matt Stafford, cool guy, underrated team. Um. Yeah. What else can you say about him? He's, he's, um, he's good. If I were the Lions, I'd fire Matt Patricia before I ever got rid of Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Stafford. Just. Uh, you know. I. Th- I mean, I think that's. Yeah, I think that everybody would say I would as well. I mean, he's the franchise quarterback for like so long, so I would. He not is get the rid franchise. Of pretty. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Yeah. Number two. Number two. I mean, this is going to be a controversial pick with you guys. Potentially, I don't really know what your lists are, but I have uh, Lamar Jackson at number two. And, <gasps> you know, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, I mean. Sorry, somebody had to do it. Yo. He's a – I mean, I say this a lot. You know, I like quarterbacks who can add to the game with their running game. But, you know, Lamar Jackson, luckily, can pass and touch on his last year. I mean, he's only going to go up from here. But, I mean, he's not my number one, and I'll get into why when it's time for the number one. If, I mean, you could guess who it is right now. But, I mean, Lamar Jackson's a fantastic player. I think definitely think he's going to be in this number one spot in a couple of years. Maybe next – maybe the, maybe maybe the same time next year I'll be saying Lamar's number one, you know. No, that's Jordan really Love, like, That's Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every, everyone knows Lamar Jackson's a good player. I don't really know what else to say about him. Yeah, he's just gone. All right, Lameter, number two. Aaron just put Mr. MVP at number two. You know – I, I agree with him, to be honest. I was waiting for Lamar Jackson at number eight or maybe even off the list, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, all right. I wanted to put him at three or one, but, you know, I did some thinking. I, I did some thinking. I don't even know if this contradicts my quarterback list, but I, I do believe I had Aaron Rodgers over Lamar. Might have been wrong. but I think we all did. Yeah, I think we all did. All right, anyways, Aaron Rodgers, he's an amazing quarterback. No, sorry, Lamar Jackson, great quarterback, <laughs> one MVP. Uh, you know, he, he, he's, known to be, he's known to be a running back, which he isn't. He's just a very good running quarterback. Wait, let me know. He's not a running back? Can we get that, can we, we get that on the record, Lameter? Can you say that one more, one more time? Lamar Jackson is a running back. Uh, he's not a running back. Uh, anyways, um, a great quarterback, you know. Some issues with the accuracy. I think he does regress this year uh, just because, you know, teams will be expecting to run a lot more. And, you know, I, I still don't trust his throwing. So I think he should just make the positional switch, let Trace McSorley start or RG3, you know. What? Well, I mean, that's actually – You have Lemire, him at number is, two. Well, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> here, well, I, look, I thought Lamina and I were going to have every single pick like the same. I mean, other than Nick Foles and uh, Mitch Trubisky. 
But yeah, I have um, yeah Trace McSorley at number two. I mean, Lamar Jackson would put in my <laughs> running back category when we're gonna do the AFC, uh, oh AFC with, uh, running backs. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I got Lamar Jackson number two. I mean, he's he's like, like you know Matt Ryan. It's like yeah, he's I you know Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. You know he he's fast. Um, not the most accurate, but you know he doesn't need that. He's it's a new type of offense where um he's he's just gonna outrun everybody. Um. Yeah, and, he brings. You know, he's he brings, good on the red zone. Throws. He, he is. He's yeah. No, good. he's good with the tight with with tight ends, kind of throwing it up to them. I think Hollywood he's Brown might have a good year. He's a good thrower. He's a yeah, good I mean, thrower. Man. Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna say if you, I mean if you're gonna, I don't know what just happened there. That was kind of weird. That was my you mic. Know, sorry. I do. I don't know if that's an indication. Is that is that uh is that Lamar Jackson's ACL popping or what? What is? Whoa, whoa! We do not wish injury on anyone in this show. I've never been happy when a player got injured. I, I, got, I got happy when Never. I got hurt yesterday, so I, I can't say that. All right, so. Andy gets happy when it plays. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, you know, he does it with his legs. Historically, he did it with his legs last year. I don't know if he's going to meet that, as Lemire said, this year. But uh, I still gonna, I'm still i going to put him at number two, but I wouldn't be surprised if next year he's going to be my number one. All right, Aaron, that's, hey, that's what I- who's your number one guy? I would like to pass because I refuse to give any positive uh, takes on anyone on, on the Green Bay Crackers organization. Jordan Love. I got Jordan Love at number one, too. Me, too. Oh, shit, dude. All of us? That's crazy. <laughs> I was debating between Brett Hundley, but then I remember he's on the Seahawks now. Oh, he is? I thought he was still on the Cardinals. Oh, oh maybe he's on the Cardinals. Kaiser's Actually, still I there? Know. No, I don't think so. No, Deshaun Kaiser's still oh, on the Raiders. Raiders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout Another team that doesn't exist in my mind. My mental block. <laughs> all right who's number one are you making me do this do i have to do yeah. you have to say his name so sorry that you kind of cut out there for a second can you say that one more time a little louder for the people in the back i have aaron Rodgers at number one i think he's aaron, aaron, a little aaron, louder for the people we, we haven't debuted the asmr channel yet so uh, a, little, a little bit yeah I have Aaron Rodgers at number one. He's a That's very good player. Aaron Rodgers! <laughs> From the Green Bay yeah, Packers? A- From the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> he's the he's NFC a very North winning Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. NFC uh, runners up Green Bay Packers. Oh. Worst 13 and 3 team of all time. Anyways, um, <laughs> well. Uh, I mean, he's just a good quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over, and I love that in a quarterback. You know, I just wish he wasn't on the Packers. You know, as soon as he goes to, like, the Bears, you know, the next year, just, you know, <clears> that <throat> happens. <clears throat> <call him> right <throat> now. Sorry. <clears throat> or when he leaves the Packers eventually or goes to the Vikings when Kirk Cousins, you know, pops both of his ACLs. Once again, don't wish injury on anyone except if you're a cheating Astro. Unless you're a cheating Astro. Oh. Anyways, yeah, pulls a Brett Favre. And then, yeah, and then, then, then I'll be like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I'll just be vocal about it. But now <laughs> I, just, I just can't. It, it just hurts my soul. You know, Jameis Winston's already thrown, like, 20 more picks than Aaron Rodgers. Actually, more, probably more than 20 picks than Aaron Rodgers has, like, already this so far in his career. I mean, that's impressive. Like, if you're a quarterback and you don't throw interceptions, Andrew has, like, have as many uh, – what am I trying – I'm just being stupid right now. What am I trying to say? As many passing – I, I, I get it. It's hard to compliment the, the, the Packers. I get it. It, yeah. it really is. It really is. You know, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I have Aaron Rodgers at number one. So, let's yeah. move on. All right, Lemeter. Um – yeah, I got another Green Bay Packers quarterback. You know, Green Bay Packers, by the way, beat the New Orleans Saints to the number two seed in the NFC Ooh. last year. Just putting that out there. And then they got beat by the Green Bay Packers division rivals, Minnesota Vikings, in the wild card game. So just oh saying God. that. <laughs> Anyways, I got Jordan Love. No, just kidding. All right. We all know A-Rod. 
I was gonna I was gonna grab him in fantasy this year and I got him snatched from under my nose. Oh shit. And I had to settle for Jared Goff. Jared oh, you have A-Rod? You yeah. have A-Rod at number one? You know, you know, that's weird that you put a baseball player at number one who's retired right that's now. True, that's true, yeah. A-Rodged. A-Rodged. Oh. oh. That's how Alex, that's how Alex Raj. I don't know who that is. Is that <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, I think Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, Steve Young, and a third quarterback who I will not name on the podcast make up the top three most talented quarterbacks in the NFL of all time for me. Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback you're not naming. No, uh, I was going to say Peyton, <laughs> Peyton Manning. Eli Manning. That's cool, too. That's cool. Yeah. Really? Uh, Eli. Uh, Peyton's Eli, cool. Eli. No, just kidding. It's Pat Mahomes. I'll give him that. Pat Mahomes. Uh, Pat, uh, mm. Steve Young and Aaron Rodgers are the other two guys. Steve Young, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Yeah, everyone's gonna make difficult choices. Yeah, today Aaron's got to say Aaron Rodgers is number one pick. Lamita's got to say Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I got no problem with him. Uh, I'm hoping, dude. I, I'm cool with Jimmy leaving in two years. Maybe. Aaron whoa, Rodgers. whoa, whoa! That's when we cross the line. That's when we shut up. Maybe want to cross the line. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, line. maybe you want to pull up. We don't Aaron, associate. You know. We don't associate with them. We don't associate with them. We don't want the bad <laughs> juju. I'm, I'm also gonna say. I'm also gonna we say. We want the good you know. juju. We want Juju Smith Schuster. That's the good juju. <laughs> We don't yeah, want the Juju, bad Juju. Yeah, Juju played in California for college. You know, maybe he wants to come to Niners too. Uh, Aaron Rodgers to Juju. Dude, touchdown. I'm cool with that. Yo, oh, whoa, Rogers, whoa, Jimmy whoa, G. Whoa, we're not going there. That I'm gonna, sounds so we're good gonna phonetically. We're going to the podcast like, off right now. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo to Juju. It just sounds good. It yeah, sounds I mean, here's, I mean, I feel like I mean, Aaron Rodgers can hand the ball off to, to Tevin Coleman. I mean, about as well as uh, Jimmy can. I mean, I don't really see the difference there. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, number one, really good, talented quarterback. Damn. You know, if they just, I feel like they got to put some more receivers around there. You know, Devontae Adams is really good there. They had uh, Devin Funches, but he went down, and uh, yeah, now they're kind of stuck with Jay Sternberger and uh, Devontae Adams. So shout out Jay Sternberger and uh, AJ Dillon. I don't know why they pick him. I, you know, I don't know. Jay Sternberger might be a really pretty solid tight end and Robert Tunyon. If you, if you put a picture of Jacob Hollister and Jay Sternberger, I actually couldn't tell like who's who, like I would probably, I, I don't know if you can, like, All right, wait, you let's side do it. Side. Wait, let's do it. Let's <laughs> We're do the test right now. <laughs> I'm not really right, sure. If I get you want me to oh, zoom in? We'll zoom in. Okay. Okay. I, I'm thinking. Okay, that has to be Jay Sternberger. I that's, that's Jay I Sternberger. I think that's Jay Sternberger too. I've never seen Jay Sternberger, so I'm at a really unfair advantage here, but I, that, that, that does not. I mean, like who has really, who has really, that's what I'm trying to say. How do you tone that V muscle on your body, man? Like those dudes, like those dudes just have too much time on their hands. Anyways, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but but here's the thing, Jacob. Well, no, Jacob Hollister. Remember when he got hit by um Dre Greenlaw? You know, I feel like if he was built like that, maybe he would actually, you know, Mm. maybe knock him over. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna go with uh, Jay Sternberger. And what do you think? Uh, We're locking it in. We're locking it in. Locking in Jay Sternberger. All right, they've locked in Jay Sternberger. But I don't think that's the right answer, boys. This is what Jace looks like, all right? I, that is Jacob Hollister from my uh, understanding. Why? Are you serious? This is what Jace <laughs> Jacob Sternberger looks like. Oh, no. They don't even look alike. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, let me see him. Oh, my God. And this is what Jacob Hollister looks like. Well, they don't even have the same color hair. I think there, there's, there's quite a difference there. I I'd have, have you to seen say, either? Yeah. I don't if, if like I was walking down the street and that guy walked back like I wouldn't I wouldn't know like hey that's a professional football player like I wouldn't be like whoa guys look out it's Jay Sternberger. I mean now I know he's a ginger I didn't even know that. Yeah. I mean yeah. so we just didn't even see him so can we even count that as like not knowing what he looks like? Well that's like? what I'm saying. I don't think anyone has like is Jay Sternberger even real? That's what I'm trying to say. Like I've heard his name that's before. True. But is he even real? Wait. Have you ever seen Jacob Hollister and Jay Sternberger in the same room? 
right? Yeah. Uh, Wait, we have to pick the NFC team in the, in the, in the Super Bowl. Who oh, yeah. Broncos? Okay, it's the Houston Texans. Well, fuck it. They're moving to the NFC and playing the Broncos in the Super Bowl, apparently. No, wait, no, no. Come on. You, you got to go first. You gotta yeah, keep going, Aaron. Keep going. All right. Cardinals, Broncos, Super Bowl. Yo, Two teams no. Two teams of boys. Two teams of Drew Luck. Kyler versus Drew Oh, shit. Oh, shit. In the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. All right. I mean, here first. what else is there to say? Yeah. Um, we talked about everything. Had an amazing interview with Sir Yacht. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for Sir Yacht. I, I wasn't watching. involved. I wasn't involved, but thank you, Sir Yacht. Aaron was not. But uh, hopefully Aaron will be next week. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.